The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with high fever, and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her, and immediately she rose and served them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it was day, he departed and went into a lonely place. And the people sought him and came to him, and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. So we're still in this day that we were reading about yesterday, this day in Capernaum, where the Lord was, as we saw yesterday, in the synagogue, and he was preaching, and everyone was amazed at his word. Everyone was overwhelmed at the power of the Lord's word and the authority that it had even over uh, demons and evil spirits, the power that it had to cure, the power that it had to protect. And they were amazed at this word. And it is proper that that took place in the synagogue because for Jewish worship, remember, they had the worship of God in the synagogue, but also in the temple. There was a divided, if you will, worship where the scriptures were the focal point of the synagogue and sacrifice and the presence of God was the focal point of the temple. And so it's right that in the synagogue they are overwhelmed and awed by the Lord and his word as he shows that he is the fulfillment of all the scriptures. He is the one who spoke through all of the prophets, gave the law, and he is the one who is now present in their midst and they recognize that to be the one who speaks with authority. And then he leaves the synagogue on this same day and he goes into the house of Simon. And as we've said before, many of the church fathers, they point out that this is the movement of Christ into the church, into the establishment of his church, into the house of Peter, right? The house of Simon Peter, which is the church that Christ establishes on that foundation stone, which is Peter himself. And so the Lord then moves into Simon's house, and there's also a shift. There is a still a power of his word which is made manifest, but now the focus seems to shift towards the power of his presence and of his touch. And so it is more to do, if you will, with the temple in a certain sense, the presence of God and the sacrifice and the touch and the contact with God that we have. And what you see is a type of union that happens now, which is that you have the power of his word. He rebukes the fever. He speaks to the fever. But also when they bring to him all with various diseases to heal, he lays his hands on every one of them. And so just as he is able to heal with his word, he is also able to heal with his touch and with his presence. His presence has healing power. And so it is a beautiful mystery for us because in the mass you have the uniting of the synagogue and the temple, Torah and sacrifice 
come together in the Catholic Mass, in what we celebrate. We have a liturgy of the Word, and we have a liturgy of the Eucharist. And this worship of God is brought together in the one perfect sacrifice and offering of Christ himself, which we are able to participate in through this beautiful and wonderful mystery, this powerful mystery which bestows on us healing, healing that comes through the Word of God and its power that we receive as we open up the Word through the readings and the, and the gospel readings and through the homilies. And then also how then we have contact with Christ, his healing touch, as we receive the Lord himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity in Holy Communion. And we are brought into this great mystery of healing, this great mystery of redemption and salvation, the passion, the death, the resurrection of Christ, which we are privileged to participate in. And so in Simon Peter's house, the Lord stands over Simon Peter's mother-in-law, a beautiful image of how he stands over the church, the church even when she is sick, in her members, as each of us are weak, we are not yet perfect as we should be. And in standing over us, or simply by being present, and then also he rebukes the fever. It's such a strange line. I know I've probably noted it before, but we see the authority of his word is not just for those things which are rational and can actually hear his word. He speaks to things which are irrational, which don't have any kind of higher nature to them. He speaks to wind and waves. He speaks to fevers, and they all obey him. The power of his word, the one who has created all things, he is able to speak, and everything in creation is obedient to his word and his voice. Immediately the fever leaves her, and she rose and serves them. We can see that the Lord's healing is complete and powerful. Normally, after we recover for, from a fever, there is a period of time where we are still left weak. But for her, she rises immediately and serves. Christ's healing is complete, entire, and perfect. Not only does he take away the fear, fever, but he restores strength immediately as well. This is the beauty of the Lord. This is his power to heal made manifest. And this word goes out about him. This is the great and wonderful healer, healer of bodies and illnesses and sickness, yes, but most especially and fundamentally, the healer of souls, the healer who delivers us from sin, the healer who brings us the strength of his grace, the healer who opens to us eternal life and delivers us from eternal death. This is the beautiful and gentle healer that we encounter here at the Mass, the Lord in the healing power of his word and the beautiful power that comes through the reception of the Lord in Holy Communion and the power of his touch. Amen.